Welcome to the Other Side, Beyond the Looking Glass. We're a spinoff of the popular podcast Through the Looking Glass, continuing meaningful conversations with a focus on solutions. Join us as we dive below the surface, openly addressing trauma, barriers, communication, and cultural factors that impact relationships. We aim to build understanding, provide resources, and cultivate healthier connections. While our topics can help all, our primary focus will be on the communities of color. So let's explore Wonderland beyond the looking glass as we uncover paths to healthier bonds, healing, and a more authentic you. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Wonderland Beyond the Looking Glass. How's everybody doing? Wow. Okay. Yeah, no. (laughs) Aw. (laughs) She didn't get the reaction she wanted. We sorry. Who? Me? Yeah. What? I did not have an expectation for a reaction. What you thought I thought I wanted. That's the problem, Chris. You think you know what I want. What you thought, <laughs> what did you think I want? <laughs> the disappointment was on your face. <laughs> you said. He said, was <sighs> I was disappointed. I said, about what? He <laughs> said, because we didn't do what I wanted them to, you guys no. to do. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? And I said, that's an issue. Like, why do you think you know I wanted you guys to respond a certain way? That's what I said. No, you that said, what you said. why do you think you know what I want? Or something like that. <laughs> 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 you sorry. I can't. It's I can't. Not nice. I cannot. <laughs> You're not. That is not what I meant. Oh, but it's recorded so you can listen to it later. You tell them you're sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. All right, let's get started. I hope the note taker got that. <laughs> that you took it that way. All right, you so we're talking why. about creating safety in relationships after betrayal. And that betrayal can look like many things. Uh, cheating, um, b- breaching of boundaries, lying, breach of trust. The key today is talking about how do we move beyond that even if you're going to stay in the relationship where the betrayal occurred or moving to other relationships how do you not pull that trauma into the new interaction and we've had a couple podcasts about um this topic um one that i really really liked was the post relationship trauma and how you don't pull in your maladaptive behaviors right you might have had behaviors develop to deal with whatever was going on with that particular event but when that event is over those behaviors are no longer needed but they can still cause an issue if you are operating in that space so when we're talking about betrayal trauma have either one of you (laughs) dealt with uh with that in relationships and has that impacted how you see relationships today? Yeah, um, I mean, I've, I've dealt with it from on the end where it's like the woman- You caused it? No. I mean, I, I may have, no, let me not say it, correct it. 
I may have caused my fair share of traumas, but I mean, who hasn't? But um, just, <laughs> but <laughs> no, but no, I've dealt, I've dealt with it from um, like the woman having previous trauma and like now kind of deflecting that on me and like I, I think I said it before just having to fight battles from a previous guy and I'm like man like it's it's tough what do you do Sucks. when when that when you see it though what do you do do you, do you what I do all I can chick? say I mean, is like hey look that was him that was the previous person like give me the like not opportunity or chance, but like let me mess up before you like saying, Well, hey, you messing up or you're gonna do this, and then you're just basically telling me what it is I'm gonna do because that was done to you in the past. And that's no how'd fair that work to me. out for you. How'd that work out? Well, I mean, it was it was a heavy, it sucked. Like, and then it was just got to the point where I was like, all right, ain't worth it. Juice is not worth the squeeze. We're gonna have to get you a shirt with that too, huh? Put on my hoodie. How about you, Keisha? Mm. Um, I would say probably in a friendship where a person was portrayed, portrayed. I can't get out. Portrayed. Can't get out. Anyway, and um, they, you know, the person was a cool person, you know, we were friends, but they were so used to people, you know, crossing them the wrong way into it made it hard to really be that person friend because they had trust issues, you know, from that. So yeah. So it was kind of I've hard. seen it on obviously on the receiving end. Um yeah I've also seen it in where you're dealing with somebody and all their experience with the opposite sex has been chaos and I remember actually being told well you're a female so you're chaotic anyway as if just because of my chromosome identification I was born chaotic it's in my DNA which I found offensive because if anything, chaos is something I do not do at all. Like, I don't. I, I've gotten to a point in my life where I will defend my peace as, as to, to the end. Chaos is something I don't do. So if I'm doing something chaotic, it's it's something that I'm doing intentionally. Either I'm joking around or whatever else. And maybe that person is taking it chaotic. But I'm not. That's not something I do. But that whole experience was proving or what I felt having to prove for all womankind that all women are not chaos. But then once I looked at that individual's fam connections with women, I saw that he was surrounded by chaotic women. So that is why he felt all women were chaos because that's all he knew. So from his perception, his reality, all women were chaotic. Now, 
how does that translate into a relationship? It doesn't because you're always trying to prove the fact that no, that is not me. I'm not don't I'm not gonna argue about this. I'm gonna say my piece and I'm done. If you want to talk about it later when there's no that the emotion is not there, then we can do that. But I'm not raising my voice. I can get my point across talking just as flat and mellow as I can if I was freaking losing my mind, but I'm not going to. Because for one, it's just going to give me a headache. It might, uh, what's the point? So it was kind of going through that whole process until you get to the point, like Chris said, where you're just like, mm, is it worth it? Maybe you need to seek some help. Now, the other side, um, having the portrayals done to me, that does have impacts on relationships. But I think for me, it's not what I'm bringing into a relationship. It's the fear of even attempting a relationship. So the 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 challenge around that is, okay, so this happened multiple times. I don't even feel like doing that again because now the what are the odds? The odds are not in your favor. And having to have that self-talk with yourself about, okay, let's be logical. What are the odds? What are the chances? But then you go into something else and it happens again. So with all that being said, how do you deal with that? So, you know, because I mean, think about divorce rates in America and everything else. You're more likely to get a divorce than stay married, right? You're, cheating is a very easy thing to do nowadays, apparently. So what is the point of even moving forward into something new if the odds are against a healthy relationship? This, These are not my feelings. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Wow. Nothing? Uh, no positive affirmations? Nothing? I've, I've, I've never heard it put no I've never heard it put like that but it makes a lot of sense where and I believe nowadays that's where a lot of people are where it's like yo man I've had this happen to me multiple times and it's like I'm not going through this again and now some people has been like yo I didn't it one and at one time was traumatic enough where it's like okay <laughs> never again and <sighs> I, I don't know. I mean, I don't have an answer for it. What? It's like, Chris is speechless. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm trying to watch what I say. Hold on. Let's let's put this on the calendar. No, what no, time no. is it? <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm just. Oh, it's like. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just. I'm saying what happens is like. Let's say, for instance, somebody has went through. Let's say two or three very traumatic breakups. And after the third one, they take the time and do the self-healing and become peace with themselves. Then it's then it's to the point now, and I talked about it previously, it's like, yo, I'm so much at peace. Mm -hmm. I don't want to bring anybody in here and potentially disturb this peace. So then it's like you just become comfortable and it's like even though you would want somebody and you would want that person, but it's like your solitude that you've gotten accustomed to is like it's too much. Yeah. So, but how do you get around that? How do you get around that? Okay, so say it's role play time. 
I can't look at you right now. Okay. Say somebody, right? Say that there is a potential individual, but you have dealt with so much stuff, so much to where it's like, eh, do you want to even take that opportunity or, or that chance or whatever to walk forward in that space? Because like we just said, the odds of it going to hell in a handbasket are high. Not saying that the individual is a threat. It's just what you've experienced, right? So it's like, do I want to even put that as an option? How do you address those thoughts? Having that like deep conversation with yourself and just making sure that you're ready and prepared to like fully commit your commit to yourself and to this situation. So then it's like, okay, cool. Let me just go in it with a clean slate. And cause I used to always say like, let's forgive and forget, but like you want to forget it. But in the back of your mind, like it's still going to be there. But then you have to just be able to overcome it and be like, hey, like if this is something that you really want, then if you really want this, then you're going to put forth whatever you got to do to make it work for you, number one, and then the other person as well, if they want to work, if they want to make it work. What does that mean? What is that what, was a lot I mean? of words. That was a lot of words. Yeah, I mean, no, you just have to make sure you're ready to make this commitment to like fully commit to putting yourself out there to, you know what I'm saying, give your love, give you all. Mm. Okay. So then, but how do you know who's worth that? You have to then make sure you're properly vetting the person and you're not jumping to things like too soon. So it's like you want to like, first of all, let's go into this with a game plan and you want to like kind of I know we talked about it previously, the expectation boundaries, make a list for yourself to say, hey, this is my expectation. These are my boundaries. And then just putting that putting in a plan putting a plan in place to move forward with an individual. And then it's like, hey, well, this is somebody that I'm looking for. And it's like, and not just saying because I want somebody that checks off these boxes because this person can check off your, all the boxes and still not be the right person. So it's just more than that. So you have to just kind of do a better job of um, vetting the individual. And Keisha, so in that regard, just kind of falling back on what we were talking about, how do you know that person's worth that investment? Like in, in your experience, how would you know that person's worth that investment of taking a step in that direction? As Even though you've experienced your own traumas and your own hurts, how do you know that person's worth the, uh, a new person? Or if you're choosing to stay with the same one, is worth the investment of creating a safe environment with that person beyond the pain that you've experienced. Um, and this is for a person who's dealt with portrayal and trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, you got the, I mean, this got to be somebody who you really got some deep feelings for and you willing to take on whatever they have. Everybody's going to come with some level of baggage. 
So if you feel like um, this is something that you can handle and you love this person enough to um, walk this out with them, whether it's a friendship or um, a relationship, because even in friendships, um, when people have dealt with, you know, different things, especially with traumas, you really have to, it's, it's just as much work for a friendship, nothing that's intimate, but just like Bessie's <laughs> as it is to be in a relationship with somebody to deal with their past traumas and all that, all that was come with it, with those traumas. So I think you just really have to be dedicated and um, willing to be committed to the, to the friendship relationship or whatever to um, be able to walk it out with a person. How do you get the viewpoint from individuals who are so I don't want to say damaged because I don't like that word, but so hurt and impacted by toxic relationships to get them to even say, like, if you are talking to a friend or somebody and you've seen all the stuff that they've occurred, gone through, but you know, mm -hmm. they want a partnership, a healthy one. Like, what are some things that you would even say to that person to say, it's okay. It's okay to try. That's for, and that's for both of y'all. I got some questions today, boy. I mean, well, they really afraid to try. They may need to do some counseling before they even get in a relationship or maintain counseling as they walk through the relationship until they get to the point where they're secure enough to um, be okay. You but know, if they can't afford counseling. Pray to God they got some good friends they can talk to. And for their friends, having listening ears, being truthful and honest with them and letting them know that, hey, I mean, I know you may feel a little nervous, but I, I'm always for challenging your thoughts, negative thought distortions. When you're having the thoughts of um, in your planet, in your head, and there's no facts to follow it up, to back it up, then that's a negative thought, thought distortion. And so it's important to have um, a support system in place where people can help you with that and not feed it. What about you, Chris? No, I was as a as the friend, just being transparent and just being honest with that person. Just if you think that they're not ready, letting them know. But then also, like Keisha said, let them know, hey, man, like, go ahead and give it a try, but also proceed with caution. And then maybe even help that person if they're if they're willing to allow that, but let uh, help that person potentially find somebody as well. What do you mean? Help, you know what I'm saying? Set them up with somebody. No. <laughs> Why would you do that? I would never. That just look because of the damn thing goes south. It's your fault. No, no. You I mean also know a friend with somebody. Yeah. Mm, oh, you it, it, No, no. It's not on. It's what? not your fault if it go left. It just wouldn't. I would feel some type of responsibility. Why? Especially if the person was a complete jerk, and I'll be like, nah, I did not. I'm sorry. Yeah, because so I, well, I would feel that if more jerk, that's on you because you you, you suggested this wow. jerk. 
so that that would that would be yeah you you should kind of take responsibility for that yeah that's what i'm saying i would feel slightly responsible if the person turned out to be horrendous and it's like i did not i'm sorry so now you'd have added more toxic and trauma to this person you was trying to help Mm. Mm -mm. that's just me i don't think i would take that responsibility now what about if you're used to it if you're used to something you're kind of looking for it right <laughs> if you're used to something you're kind of looking for it like what so just if chaos you, let's say like, let's say if somebody is used to being in just chaos and they live chaos every single day and you bring peace to this person that person is not going to know how to respond or right. respond to that <clears throat> because it's like yo hold up man what is this like this is a whole new world and like i said i don't they don't know it's a um um different world but because all they know is just all of this chaos and it's and it's become a normalcy for them so if somebody bringing them peace to them that's would be very traumatic and it's like you know right um, I had a friend that dealt with that where she was used to a certain type of guy that wasn't not it would definitely wasn't the best um I in my eyes it wasn't the best thing for her but she was used to a type of guy that would jack her up and talk crazy to her um and so when the nicer guys came along she thought they were soft because they wasn't like hemming her up and you know just verbally abusing her. So how do you address that though with a friend? Like if you see that, like what how, how do you kind of facilitate that conversation to say like it was tough because that's all she knew. She never allowed herself to be in a healthy relationship. She mm -hmm. was in those type of relationships for so long until it became her norm. You know, this is how this person showed me love. So it's hard um, to tell a person something like that. And I and I can only imagine it's even harder for a man who is drawn to the, a woman like that to try to show her something different. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want um, you don't want somebody's uh, toxic behavior or trauma bonds to cause you to act a different way just to please them you know what i'm saying like you shouldn't mm -hmm. change who you are just to please their their trauma bonds so so then the question is do you even attempt it do you even say that's who i want to do, be with they're freaking got a lot of crap but i'm gonna try to see this through or do you are you like mm, next lifetime type deal? Well, if it match your non-negotiables, mm. then have at it. If it's something that you already know your limits, this is why before you get out there and you start dating, you need to know what are you willing to deal with. What are your clear barriers? What what are your core beliefs? What is your expectation? What are your non-negotiables? You need to know you enough before right. you go out there. And start connecting with other people. And that'll help eliminate some of that stuff, I think. That's my opinion. 
What's your opinion, Chris? Oh, Chris is having some issues tonight. What's what's going on, my guy? Hmm. Good. We all good. So you're not going to answer the question? You said, "What's my opinion?" What for as how to talk to the friend? Yeah. Man, I, don't, I mean, you're gonna have to like kind of tiptoe around it. Like, that's not, you know, I'm normally all for just kind of going ahead and jumping right in and um, just pulling it off with a just getting straight to it. But with that right there, you have to kind of know the individual, and then it's like, what type of relationship you have with this person like is this somebody who you can be blunt with or is this somebody that you gotta kind of treat with the kid gloves but i mean huh. but still just letting them know because it could cause a rift between the two of you so then it's like well i, I could have just left it alone should have left it alone this is a loaded discussion i don't because I think it's a individual, it's an individualistic process, right? Because everybody has different toler toleration uh, limits. Like I can tolerate this, but I can't tolerate that, mm -hmm. or I can tolerate this and I can't tolerate that. And just because somebody can't tolerate something doesn't necessarily make it a toxic thing, but it's undesirable for that individual, which somebody else might see and be like, "Well, that's not so bad." So having like Keisha said, that very specific, like, these are the things I can tolerate. These are the things I can't. These are my boundaries. These are my expectations. And at the end of the day, communication is going to have to be key. Because you can't expect somebody to fall in line or treat you a certain way if they don't know. And sometimes it's a situation of, well, they should have known, right? Because I've heard people say that all the time. Well, they should have known not to do this. And it's like, hmm. Common sense is not common. So shoulda, couldas, unless you are saying, I don't like it when you do this, or I like it when you do this, or are we doing this or we're not, then don't assume. It's like that whole conversation about people thinking they're in a relationship because they're doing relationship things. That doesn't make it a relationship. Or going to a place together by yourself with another human and thinking it's a date. If they're not saying that it's a date, it's not a date. Or thinking you're dating. If they're not saying you're dating, then don't assume. But a lot of times people are too concerned or nervous to have those conversations. It's kind of like that, what are we conversation or what are, what are we doing? Hmm. Now, I know guys can't stand those conversations, but at the end of the day, why? So if a chick comes up to you, Chris, and says, what are we or what are we doing? Why is that so off-putting for men? Because they always ask in the most unopportune times. No, let's say that, no. Let's take your experience what? out of it. Let's take your experience out of it. Um, what? What's the opposite? Okay. What is one? Give me an example. Mm. 
The laugh says it all. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> no, let's, we gonna, let's no, talk no, about we, it. no, we're not going to do this. We're going to get back on track. Why not? Give huh? the people what they want. <laughs> all right. You said it. So you said, why don't guys like that conversation? Um, well, <laughs> most times because it's like they feel as though, okay, now it's either so something is going to go off, off tangent. Like everything is cool. Like I'm enjoying you, you enjoying me, but now it's almost like it's added Expectation. Expectation. Yeah. I, but it's more so it's like, okay, cool. Like if if we're enjoying each other company and we're having a good time, and like you say, you know me, good time, not a long time. But you we're having a good time, but then it's like, okay, <laughs> now we want to put a stamp <laughs> on it. Now it's like now I have to live up to these expectations. Now all I have to like always be on versus now like we've been doing this and i haven't always been on so that's just from a guy perspective that's what it is so you want to go with the flow that's wasted time amen preach say it again for the people in the back because you're waiting thinking so when is the right time to bring this up and whatever and then he thinks oh we're just friends we friends but we doing relationship type stuff no i do a chick like me. We're not no. just going with the flow. You're nope. not gonna waste my time. Nope. Mm -mm. Go ahead. No, nah, because I know, I know, no, I know we get coming up on 30 minutes and <laughs> that's mm -hmm. gonna bleed into another five, ten, half an hour. So no, I'm no, I'm not gonna even like say that. No, say it. Don't but, be scared. Okay, let's go back to the expectation and boundaries. If <laughs> If the woman set the expectation and boundaries up front and say, hey, I'm not doing this without that or blah, blah, blah. So then it's like, you can't say, okay, we're doing this. And then you want to come and say, well, and then you just start adding stipulations. And it's like, okay, why is it stipulations now that what where do these stipulations come from? Instead of just being on hey this is how I feel and yeah so now the guy knows but I bet you if the tables were turned and the man is wanting that information it's okay though what you mean wanting that information what are we yeah, I mean it happens no I, I'm not saying that's just a woman because there there's guys that no, I'm saying fall in that same category as well, where they like they want more or they want more clarification. And the woman, like, oh, well, we're cool, everything is all right. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it goes both ways. Now, it might heavily weigh towards one side than the other, but I mean, it's not a all one sided thing. So, with all that being said, how do you establish safety in relationships after cheating, after lying, after breach boundaries? What do you do? Okay, we said communicate, but what are some other things that you can do? Have clarity on what the hell you are. I would I would say that. You, you there has to I be agree. an understanding. 
Because you ain't going to damn good morning me to damn death. Definitely ain't. Or hey, 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 look, I swear to gosh, I'm too old for that. So my whole thing is, where where is it? Okay, we got communication. You're saying, oh, we don't want to talk about the whole what are we conversation, but I think that's a part of it. Because I think people should have the opportunity to know where they're going. It's like getting in a car with a GPS, but not putting the destination in. Like that, that doesn't make sense to me. I just want to enjoy the ride. What if the car smashes into a wall? Like that's, you can enjoy the ride, but look how it ends. Like I, I need to have some clarity. I agree. Because <laughs> I, I may not want to do that with you. I may not want to just smash go- into a wall. Smash into a wall or drive off the sidewalk. I don't know. Hit the curve. Like I'm trying. I'm trying to get to the promised land. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we're getting close to our thirty minutes, um, give get everybody give at least one thing you can tell somebody who has gone through betrayal trauma ways they can establish a safe healthy relationship at least one thing but everybody's know that everybody's not the same you know and um life is worth a gamble and you just have to give people a chance i would say there is good out there i mean everything's not as bad as what it seems or what <laughs> social media and the internet try to make it seem. And I would say make yourself a priority. Um, When you are going into new interactions and relationships or even staying with the person um, who's hurt you and feels that you you are going to try to work through it, make yourself a priority. And, And with that meaning speak, say what you need to say, express yourself. Because that were behave emotions that don't get expressed in voice will come out through behaviors. So always have an awareness of that. So yeah, I think this one's gonna bleed into some other topics. Uh, because Chris just looked like he had so much more to say. Um so I think the next episode we're just gonna let him lead that whole conversation. Hmm. But until then. Until then, as we round out, uh, we get closer to the end of the year. I want everybody, you know, just to keep in mind that this time of year is not the best for a lot of people. Uh, so so check on, check on your people. Check on your people. And as always, you guys, take care. Stay safe. And be well.